Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Wade. God's remnant are those who acknowledge God in all of their ways, even when their ways sometimes do not please God. They are the ones who are always confessing their sins to God while believing he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Here on the Remnant Podcast, we stand on the finished work of Jesus Christ, inspired and led by Holy Spirit to bring all glory to God. Lives will be changed, souls delivered, and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we declare and decree that we are kingdom individuals employed to speak into the earth realm for which we have been granted authority by God. Listening for tonight and everyone else that is and everyone else that is joining us, we appreciate your um, diligence with hanging in here with us on tonight. Like I stated, this is a podcast where um you know we're going to give God his due glory. This is a podcast where we stand on the word of God and we give our testimony to ultimately bring glory to God. Um Lives, we declare that lives will be changed and souls will be delivered. In the and, name. and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we uh, speak into the earth realm in the levels for which we have been given authority by God. Again, I am your host, Jackie Wade. Um, and I do know that there's a lot of things that is taking place on the platform. So I'll just talk to different ones that's helping me get the platform all together and make sure I don't know what... Um, and why, but I do know what and why this is going to be good. It's going to be so, <laughs> Renata. I'm going to read your bio. I'm going to get started. Okay. I'm going to read your bio. Renata Triblett is the director of veterans services for CFI. Renata has 18 years of service in the United States Army and retired as a sergeant first class E7. Renata was the senior human resources specialist slash career counselor from September 2009 to May of 2018. And in that role, she provided vocational counseling to individuals of various backgrounds, collaborated with outside agencies, and kept record of services rendered and retention statistics. She also has extensive experience in establishing program objectives and performance measures. Some of her key qualifications include personnel management. She's a facilitator. She's an active listener. She uh, operates in the area of communication, problem solving, decision making, time management, develop training materials, policy implementation, and management of resources. She's a critical thinker, and she is a vocational counselor. Renata has taken her military leadership and translated it into pursuing her passion of helping people live their best lives. And Renata is a certified life coach, author, and entrepreneur. Renata will be graduating from Strayer University, Lithona, Georgia, with her Bachelor's of Business Administration with concentration in management in March. Well, she graduated already. Congratulations. (laughs) She is active in the community as an international and local missionary serving the homeless every Sunday in Fulton County alongside Church Beyond the Walls with our very own uh, Minister Chris Scott. And Minister Chris Scott, we was able to speak to her earlier, gave us permission to um, discuss the book, you know, as as it 
refer to their lives. So we have no stipulations there. And thank you, Linda Scott. Uh, Renata is an asset to Coaching Forward International, working with our veterans population to assist them in overcoming the challenges of mental health, addiction, and challenges of homelessness and maintaining gainful employment. I introduce to you all this evening, Ms. Renata Triblett. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Renata. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> if I miss anything, you just tell me. If I okay, miss anything, so, feel free to know, share with the audience. Also, since that I'm doing, I've been doing missionary work for like the last two years, and I'm also now humanitarian director for uh, Empowering Sisterhood of Veterans. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm also assisting um, Church on Fire down in Missouri with my mother. She started an outreach there in Missouri for um, the Free Will Baptist Church in Sykeston, Missouri. So that's been an exciting um, thing to do with the Lord. He um, has been having me in Missouri for a while. I'm excited. <laughs> that's about all to add on to all of that mouthful that you gave out earlier. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And so um, it's amazing because when I was looking over some of the things that you have encountered in the book, I mean, <laughs> your life has been you. Your life has been a, a a beautiful pathway, especially how you talked about deliverance. Yes, ma'am. Now that really that was like one of the biggest things that I was like, wow. Yeah. And if you would like, if you can, can you you know um, explain on some of the information? Yeah, so I was a teen mom, um, and I, I had my son when I was 15. And uh, I not only did I have him at 15, but I also was in the environment of my, you know, in the streets. I had my fun. And from there, when I turned 18, it was like a light bulb came on. And from there, I transitioned from school and went to job for, and I was able to you know, get out of that environment and start on the adventure and where I'm at now. And in between all of that, God came in and scooped me up and let me know I've been watching over you all this time. <laughs> and I started following him in 03. So next year would be my 10 year anniversary of walking with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> wow. So tell me a little bit about your your whole upbringing, um, some of the things I noticed. I don't want to give all the points away from the book, okay. but it was some things that I know were very monumental in your life um, as it pertains pertain to um, just the walk, like making just the, the, the going through the heart change, the the transition. Okay. So speaking of heart, because you know, with you saying that I was a life coach, I, um, I, the reversal of heart is the name of my business as a life coach. So, and that's one of the, one of the things that I gravitated to, because that was one of the things the Lord had did for me. He changed my heart completely. I have not been the same person since the day that I gave my life to him. And I wholeheartedly told him that. <laughs> yes. So I um, told him that. And from there, you know, I had my son in Germany at the time. And <clears throat> When I got saved, when I was married at the time, and one thing that led me understanding, understanding when having relationships 
and being in, in, in my relationship at the time, my ex-husband was uh, participating in other things outside of my Lord and Savior. And I was bound by that, not knowing that, and I didn't know that lifestyle that he had. So one of my one of my big things when it comes to come to my walk is who I'm attached to and the things that they're doing that is that is not pertain to what he says. I don't allow myself to be attached to things if it's not, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. So that's just really how I go off things. And if it's not about his will and if it's not anything that he direct me into doing, I'm quick to say something. After I say something, thus said the Lord, we can't get on track. I'm going to follow my daddy. So, <laughs> so I'm a wholehearted believer in that. So. so that's one of the things when it comes to when I reverse in the heart. My son now is 26. He's in, he's in Texas and my daughter, she'll be 21 in October. So for me having a child at 15 and being able to get time from the military, and to have all those things that's underneath my belt. When I tell you the world did not see me being any of those things. Um, and so for me to go home now and to be able to assist the community is really, really a, a phenomenal thing for me, if it's not for anyone else. And I know the Lord is proud of me being able to do the things that he said that I should be doing. Um, awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. So. I know there was a point, a part in your life when you talked about it. Um, and let me ask, what was, let me back up first. What was um, one of the reasons that uh, made you want to write? Like, oh, my book. What inspired you to write your story? Prepare myself. So now that I'm, I am now 42, I just had a birthday on Monday. And back then, when I wrote the book going on two years now. I wanted to really look into my life and when I started writing this book it made me realize and understand how the Lord has been watching over me before I even acknowledge him not watching over me so writing a book was very therapeutic it allowed me to also being that I was a mom at 15 to realize that I was a person who um that was sexually assaulted you know at 15 and my my ex-husband was 24 at the time so and I took on all that back. I took on all the hurting and the burning of being a teen mom and and saying, oh, I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have done that. And at the same time, he should have been the one that said, no, you're 15. So having the ability to just uh, surpass it and also being able to raise my children to fall in love with the Lord just like I have been, I feel like God don't make no mistakes. Amen. So... Amen. Yeah. So that story, you said you met him when you was 15. No, I actually met him when I was 12. I was actually one of his friends, one of his niece's friends. Oh, wow. I was 12 and he was 19 when I first met him. Yeah. Wow. And writing the book, it allowed you to really go back and look at things and have a different perspective than back then. And also looking at me as a child now that I'm an adult, um, it helped out a lot to write the book. And I've, anyone that wants to write their story or afraid of anything that will come off that story, I feel like they should take that challenge to allow themselves to face the things that, that be burdening them today. I didn't know or realize or understood that 
what happened to me back then was also things that was holding me back from where I was going. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was therapeutic. Very therapeutic. It was, uh, not only was it therapeutic in that part, but it also gave me, it gave, I, I gave myself the right to move forward. I gave myself a right in the understanding and say, hey, I'm still here. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, Detroit, um, do you have, can you put your mute on? Just, just so we bring you in. It's on. <laughs> it's on. Okay. We can hear you. <laughs> you want is on <laughs> so um so now Renata when you talked about you met him you said you was you you said you was um pregnant did you get pregnant I got when I was 15 they said 95 April 96 Mm -hmm. I had my son in April of 96. Uh, the amazing thing about that, a lot of people that don't know that about my son, my son did not meet his father until he was four years old. When I was with my ex, with him, he went to prison for four years, two days after I was with him. So that's not something that's in a book, and it's something that could be in the, the, the book book, <laughs> you know, when I get an opportunity to write a full book. Um, so when, like just like the chapter says in my book, that night that changed the course of my life, my son changed my life. Although a lot of people would say having a child so young, um, it took away from them or anything, I don't feel that way in no way, shape, or form. I feel like my son was a blessing to me. Not even now that I was saved or anything, but even as a teenager when I had my son, my son was a blessing to me. Amen. Like he he pulled me out of those streets <laughs> because it I, the, I was headed around down to a really bad road, and the Lord saw fit to snatch me up out of that and with a whole child. And the way that He allowed me to nurture on my son is now how He allowed me to nurture on people. Wow! Um, look at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you married, you married, yeah. Um. I did. So when my, when he got out of prison, I had already signed up for the military, right? And I was getting ready to go in. And I was, I can still remember, I hear it as clear as day now when my mom told me, she said, I told you to try to work it out. I ain't tell you to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in the book. I did. Yeah. So when I decided to marry him, yes, the youngest well. <laughs> And um, when I decided to marry him and I went to training and things, uh, you know, because my son didn't ask, he didn't ask to be here. And when we received and had him, I wanted to try to have, give him the best, the best and by having both parents. Right. It's one of the things that I did want for him. Um, although it didn't work out that way, but I tried. I can't say I have no regrets on anything that I, on none of the decisions that I made because my son is, is a very intelligent young man. He's, you know, he's doing great in the society. Um, he has a caring heart, you know, so. And the amazing part that I noticed is your resilience. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> the resilience. You kept going. You kept going. Even now. Yes. Your, your whole spirit, your your demeanor, the rate, how the Holy Spirit just radiates off of you. It's amazing. Um, when I was reading the book and I was like, wow, it encouraged my, it encouraged me because we don't look like a lot of times what we've been through, right? Mm -hmm. exactly. And to keep going in the book, I can't give it out too much because I want you guys to go and purchase the book, but it was so encouraging. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah, it was very, yes, very encouraging. And so I just realized, I said, Lord, you gave her such a resilient spirit. You know, <laughs> the fact that we are in Christ, we know that we have the victory. But yes. even before that, before you really, you said you didn't go to church. You I did not. Mm -mm. Nope. I, look, I, I don't know if I talked about, I think I did talk about it in a book from even when I went to the war. I had a, his name was Staff Sergeant Smith, and he tried his best to get me to go to church. <laughs> and I would not go. And next to it was a, a tent because we were in the desert, and it was called the Dusty Room. That's why I, you could find me in the Dusty Room. I was not going to the chapel. <laughs> so, and I think, like you said, I think about that today. And when I did, I did end up going to the chapel while I was there, and going to the chapel that day. It shifted me and projected me into where I'm at now. Wow. Because, yes. So in the midst of a desert and listening to Yolanda Adams, <laughs> open up my heart. See, everything is all the way around the heart when it comes to me. Um, uh, I When I went and I saw this guy and I was in the church and it was, you know, and, and then I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit that came, you know, and this guy, he fell out. And I'm like, ain't nobody going to get this man up. <laughs> You know, it was a different environment for me. It was a totally different environment. And when the young man got up, he was fine. And I was like, okay, what was that? So that was my first encounter. And from there, from Iraq, I was stationed in Europe at the time. And I went to Normandy. And we had um, a detailed out to escort at the then time President Bush, the son. And I did not get detailed to... Oh, wow. I didn't get details. So I got a chance to go around and just explore Paris. And I remember walking on the beach and I saw people in a, in a, together, they were fellowshipping. Now I know this is fellowshipping. You know, all this stuff was new to me, to my eyes. And they were fellowshipping and they were reading the Bible. I was like, okay. He just started revealing himself to me in, in different spaces. Every time I turned around, I saw things that I've always seen, but I never knew what it was. Wow. And from just that experience from being in Iraq, he just started revealing himself to me. And the last time it happened to me is when I uh, got back to Germany and I went into um, someone's home and they was having um, Bible study. And that at that at that day, I decided that I wanted it wholeheartedly. I didn't want to play around and I want to give my life to Christ. And that was in October of 2003. Wow. And um, that day, he changed, he changed, he reversed my heart. So now I have been nothing but on a mission but reversing hearts about people on any any level of things, even if it's not on our Lord. Let it be on something. Have have a goal or a set or a mindset on something. Stand on something. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me ask you, what can you share with the audience tonight that would encourage them? someone that has been heartbroken, someone that may have been in love or um, 
don't understand, you know, sometimes we get in a place where we just like, Lord, why me? Um, because if, if that's you, boo, look, let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> he's setting you up. It's nothing but a setup for you. Every, any and all things that you're going through that I've been through, it has set me up to be the person I am today. One of my uh, scriptures that I love so much is Psalms 23 and 4. Yea, thou walk through the valley of shadow of death. We all walking through valleys. We will fear no evil, right? So he has, once you come, you get a clear understanding that he got you more than anybody else can have you. He will not let you down. Any heartache, any pain that you're going through, he will get you through it. And at the end of that heartache and pain, I guarantee you, you'll be a testimony to someone who needs to hear your story to help them get out of whatever they're in. Amen. Yeah. He's, all that pressure, you're going to turn into a nice shiny diamond, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a good, I like yes. that. Pressure turn into a nice shiny diamond. Nice shiny diamond, because that's what he's all about. He's literally about us. If, if Good, bad, ugly, and different. And I've learned to embrace the indifferent and the ugly. Yeah. I feel like those are the, I'm more comfortable in those places, believe it or not. Because they keep us striving, they keep us pushing, and they keep us going. And it also give us the ability to reach out and also hear out and understand people, even in their situations. It makes you be more lenient towards people. Have a caring and compassionate heart. So, Yes. And yeah. so... We find that so many times when our back is against the wall and our faith is like crushed or we don't have much, mm -hmm. you know, we like, Lord, show up, show out. And it's like, I've learned for myself, it's a time to really get in a place where it's just you and God. Yes, ma'am. Where it's just you and God and, 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 and nothing. The thing about that I've learned with walking this walk with God, God doesn't want anything greater in the place of who he is that's it he gives us that free will like you said you did your thing you know yes and he give us that free will but then it's a time when um we gotta recognize am i doing your will or mm -hmm. am i doing my will yep and right? the only way you're gonna get that is being in his presence amen amen the only amen. way you're gonna know and understand that is knowing if you hearing from him because if you find yourself in that situation, the only person, who else going to give you the answer? That doesn't have a, a, something that they're trying to gain. Not all. But regardless of whoever it is, the only answer, even if they do give you something, it's nothing like confirmation, affirmation. They should only be answering what he already told us. Amen. Right? So. Amen. That's why I like to say a lot of times, and I, you know, people give prophecies. It's like, if it's, if it's coming with the word, because the word is the prophetic. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know? But yeah. yeah, so it's like that place, that secret place, that one-on-one, -on -one, just you and God, and, yeah. and it's a continuous relationship. And I think, I don't know if it was you, but I love God, right? I love I, I love my children. I love my family. Yes. I love my husband, but I love, I love God, God more than anything. I mean, he didn't want to break me. He wake me up in the morning. Right? So he gave me that breath. I'm just trying to, who else could you think when you wake up and you you actually woke up? I know that's right. You know, and I mean, to some, they might not take it that serious, but if I couldn't be out here, I couldn't be on here with you right now if it wasn't for him. Amen. So why would I give him the reverence that's due? Amen. You know, so. 
and I thank him because, um, you know, he starts to move all those cloudy things, even if he gets rid of ourselves. You know, yeah. I was, it was funny, and I, this is probably off topic, but today I was sitting down and I was trying to actually make sense with making sense with me. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit was like, Jackie, you, there's no, you can't wrap your mind around trying to do what you want to do. No. You got to trust God. Yes. I got to stand on faith. I got to exhibit that. There's no way. God is like, I totally need you to stand on what I'm telling you. That's and, you it. know, we all go through these little things. And today, I mean, I just sat there and just had a conversation. And it was so funny because I was like, Lord, if I ever, if I ever, I wish I ain't going, I'm not going to share it tonight. But if I ever do really share it. I laughed at myself for even thinking that I can. That you could. I think I wrote down somewhere too, like even to the point not saying that we do or try, but some people even try to manipulate God. You can't manipulate him. Come on. All these tricks and trades y'all got going on out here does not work on him. You know, and he only, only thing he's doing is allowing people to really be in their truth. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And when you, you're at the point where you're saying, Lord, trying to figure, you can never figure him out. Right. You never text that. <laughs> he just Holy Spirit just reminded me there was a time when I was going through a divorce and I had to be truthful with God. I was mad, I was hurt, I was disappointed, mm -hmm. but I also had to tell God, I love this person. Yes, thanks. So you got to take that away from me. Yes. And let and now replace that and put I want you on my heart. Yes. I need you to be on that throne. Mm -hmm. And so many times, I just know, until I really got real with God, you know mm -hmm. how people be like, keep it real, keep it real with me. For me, I'm like, you know what? If I can keep yes. it real with God, I can keep it real with anybody. That's it. Truth. Truth, right? Truth. And so <laughs> when I went to him and I, and, I, and I prayed that, and I would always pray it, eventually he started releasing it and releasing it. And releasing it. And I got to a point because I tried him. Yeah. And I didn't think, see, sometimes our brain and we think we're, you know, like I said today, I'm trying to sit here and put my brain on it and <laughs> negotiating. Yeah. No. Doing nothing. Look. Nothing. So. <laughs> and you know, with truth, I took truth I, and I took think reverse, use the heart. You will always get the truth. Right. You can, you could go around, you can talk, you can say whatever. But if you don't go to him wholeheartedly on what it is that you're feeling the same, and then he will go ahead and give you whatever it is that you're asking for, although you know uh, deep in your heart that's not what you want, right? Right. So why not just go ahead and deal with what your truth is and let him go and clear that mess up, right? I know. <laughs> that's a word right there. Yes, he could clear them things. He, he's the only one that could come through and clear it up. Only that's why I tell people all the time, you're going, you're going over here, there, and there, and everywhere. Take your butt to church. Get some fellowship in, you know. <laughs> get some word. Yeah, get some word. Get fed. And then go home and meditate. Because you, when you walk in there, because I love, I love Pastor TJ. Yeah. And you know, I love T.O.P. Because yes. when you come, when you go in there, it's like he's talking to everyone inside of the ministry. Yes. The church. The, although we could be on different levels or doing different things, but he's pinpointing, he's confirming what it is as, as us as his sheep. Because yes. he's the, He's feeding yes. 
right? That's why yes. we're there. So if you find yourself in an environment that it ain't feeding you, why you there? Right. Right? There's the exactly. truth on you hold yourself and you say attached to something for what? The other person or the other thing to make sure it's satisfied on that part, but not fulfilling the void that you have yourself. Exactly. And when you start doing those things, a lot of people look at you as if they are the one who's control of you, but you're not. He is. And it might not be what you're saying. And I don't, I don't really care, honestly. <laughs> I'm the nicest person, but when it comes to my relationship with the Lord, I, he may be put on that armor. Amen. And, and I go to war. And, but the, my war sometimes be so silent. It's nothing like the silence. Amen. It's nothing like it because you allow yourself, if you feed into everything else, you can't hear him. You can't. And that, that's a good point right there. Tonight, I want to encourage people that's listening or those that may watch the replay to stay in a place. This series is actually called Your Voice Matters, right? Mm -hmm. But your voice matters, but it's based on what you're hearing. That who, who is influencing you? What yes. things are distracting you? Yes. Are we easily moved by our flesh? Are, are, you know, there was a time in my life where... I was doing a lot with God. I was, you know, and I felt, but I was so sensitive to if my husband didn't come in and rub my feet or, or if he saw that, you know, I had a bad day. You could at least pour me a cup of juice. Little, I'm serious. <laughs> Even though it's something that makes sense. Yes. To you. It's, it's also something that's like, if we're not in tune with God, how about he might be trying to grow us up and not focus on those things. So your voice matters. Yes, it matters. But be sure when you use that voice, what are you listening to? Because whatever we feed ourselves, whatever we're looking at, whoever we're around, whatever things are influencing us. And I'm, I mean, this is even down to the church, not yeah. our church, but I mean, what we listen to so many ministers on pastors, apostles, bishops, prophets, and social media you know, you roll over, you got time, you look at your phone for the time. The next thing you hit sometime in Facebook, I'm guilty too. But yeah. I thank God that he delivered me from Facebook to the point where I'm not on there with my business and, you know, telling people I'm mad at this and I'm mad at, no. Yes. I know my platform and I know when to use my social media. Yes. However, I thank God that, like you said, I want his voice. That's it. To be number one. Because when I get into my flesh and we do we fall yes, short we're not perfect mm -hmm. i'm constantly like lord was that you or was that me <laughs> but sometimes you can't hear them because you got all the voices and got then the voices. you've been around all the voices for so long you've been feeding sometimes usually their ego and when it's now you want to hear the lord's voice you're now going against that that voice that that's been you've been hearing all this time and now here go that tug right it might be a tug for them. It's no tug for me because once I hear them, it's on and popping. I'm done. Deuces. I'm, it's time to go. And a lot of people, it's hard for them to do that because they become pleasers. They're more, they're more now concerned about, I look at it like this, sis. If I'm not good, how could I be good for anyone else? Amen. You know, if I'm not content or if I'm not standing on whatever it is I'm saying, how can I go off and then voice that to someone else to say or do? 
Amen. And we have a lot of people that does that. They portray and they put on. Mm -hmm. But at the time, and they're hurting, instead of getting out of that hurt by allowing someone like even myself to say something to them, they'd rather be stuck in what it is that they say that they are when they're really not. When right. All they have to do is submit to the Lord, our God, Savior above. Yes. To clear that thing up. And it could be little old me that might help you. Amen. Without that whole title. Amen. The person down the street that you just kept last week. Amen. But if you're not allowing yourself to be humbled enough to say that the Lord can use any vessel. That's right. Yep. You know, so. Yep. And that's good because you're right. So many times people have a word in their mouth for our deliverance, for our freedom. Yes. And because they don't look like us, talk like us, walk like us, or whatever, we think they have that title. Yeah. It's you not know, I'm a God. Tired I've, I've been around a lot of leadership with titles who do not hold that they should not have the title. But titles are thrown around. Right. You you watch a person by the fruit that they bury. By the fruit. You watch them on how they handle people. How they handle I, people. I, I have people throwing scriptures at me all day long. I love the word. And I stand holding fast on it. But when you ain't doing what the word says, but you can say it so fluently. But your actions, honey. <laughs> no. Amen. <laughs> See, you got me talking now. <laughs> no, that's good. It's, it's helping. It's helping because you're right. We all have. To, and that's what I, I've always thanked God for is, Lord, let me stay and have a teachable spirit. Even if I feel like. I don't need, or I have some issue or whatever. I'll always go in prayer yeah. about that situation. And, and and God will help me and say, he'll show me. Yeah, I know this was said, but this is how you can use that information. You can, you could decipher stuff. He'll start, you know, letting you see. He, he gives, gives us you the wisdom. wisdom. He gives us the wisdom. <laughs> and so, like I always say, my mom always say, eat the meat and spit out the bone. Always learn, you know. T take the substance because you always want to continue to grow. Every you don't want to ever think that you arrived. And like you said, the biggest challenge for us, for me, I know, is how I deal with people. <laughs> Not how I deal with people that love me yes. and pat me on my back, but how do you deal with people who you don't see eye to eye with? How do you deal? Because all of that affects this whole walk. The whole thing affects our peace. It affects. It affects our household. I have one even better. What about the ones that you do love? Because we have a tendency, the ones that we do love, we allow them to get away with things. We allow them because of that love, right? Those are the ones that we should be on even more because these are some attachments. These are the ones who grew up with you are the ones that see the evidence of who you are today. And you allow them to get away with it because, oh, that's just my sister. Oh, that's my mama. My, I'm on my mom harder than anyone, right? Because she is the shepherd of the family, right? And if she's leading it correctly, we all going to be great. Amen. And I tell them all, I say, if we all hold each other accountable, we if we start with one another it's, and everyone see us as a family as that, it trickles. It's, it's just like, you know, when you say push it forward and move it forward. And it, I love my family. Because I was a single mother in the military. My son was four when I joined the military. And when I tell you, I have five sisters and one brother. Every one of my sisters, except for two. And my, my brother even lived with me, with my kids. And they all assisted me. 
Wow. When I could have been led astray and, and left out the military on the hardship. And not only would I do it for my family, but I would do it for anyone that I don't know. You got a big heart. I could tell. You you just got a big heart. Your whole like I said, your whole spirit is just beautiful. And you bring so much. I, I can see why Pastor wanted you to be up. I could see. Because he <laughs> know it too. You just you just have that. And and I, I love God. I, I love know. people. I've learned to love people and not just where they're at, but where they're going. Not just where they're at, but where they're going. And I just ask the Lord what it is I can assist with, with any of the knowledge or anything that he's instilled in me to help or assist in that way. And that's it. And I give it all and then I go to sleep. And I wake up with some air and just let air alone. Look. <laughs> that's good. That's good, Renata. Um, what I did want to mention is you also have a couple other platforms. Could you tell me about it? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have my boutique as well. It's Her Closet, Her with a 3, Closet with a Z. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was doing missionary work for a while, and I came back to Her Closet, and it's just not the same. I have the boutique, but now I feel like my boutique is outreach. It's uh, missionary work. Here in the United States, though, but uh, here in it's missionary work within churches. Wow! One thing I have loved and grown and um, seen is being at at our ministry. I love our ministry because it has so many things that it ministering to that helps the community and it also draw people in. And uh, you go to a lot of ministries; they don't have those things. So if I can go into a ministry and I'm able to give some of the skills that I have learned just from being at my church or being with leadership within the ministry. I want to pour it out to him because if we're say about him, we're about his kingdom. If I go outside my church walls, I can go in someone else's church walls and assist them to make their church walls and the people inside of it come out and also help the world. Amen. That's kingdom business right there. That's that part. Business <laughs> and wisdom. That part. Exactly. That part. Yes, ma'am. So yeah. that's what I've been doing. And God has just been leading me in that way. Um, I'm excited about what he's doing. I'm not trying to figure it out. I just listen to him and go. Wow. Although it might not make sense, but when it's all done, said and done, and in the end, and the things that you see, when you see people transform their life, yes. and become one of his babies and understand that he, they are one of his vessels, regardless of what they've done, doing, or going to do. Yes. Ain't nothing like it to see Amen. them start giving him the glory, and especially if they had never knew who he was. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's powerful. I um I thank God for you. Thank um, God for this. Look, we just met a couple weeks ago and I love on you. Honey. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I do. I thank God for you. I thank God for connecting me with um like minded women in the mm -hmm. kingdom. I don't take it for granted. I don't. Um there's a lot that I could say, but I will say everything that I've been obedient to doing and I've been praying about, he's been releasing. Yes. Yeah, he's been releasing. Faithful. Okay. He's, that he's been faithful. Been faithful. He's been faithful. Same here. It's like I just been freelancing. <laughs> I'm getting better though. He's been holding <laughs> me. He put me <laughs> as fast when he pulled me to the side. He's like, I see you out there. I like I know. I like it. I just go do it all. If that's like, no, that's not it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hiding for past. He called me that day of the night of y'all installation, though. He called me. I'm like, ugh. 
I was trying to get around him. <laughs> he got you. I know. You see what I kept saying? I was oh, like, yeah. really? But <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It is. I I know it. I it, I feel it. I I do. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to figure it out though. I mean, right. my life. Everybody was saying I've been traveling a lot lately because I've I've learned how I understand how he works. Right now, he's allowing me to do this because when he get me busy, he gonna be like, "You should took that time to enjoy when when you had the time off." You know. <laughs> A lot of people gonna learn that about God. He gets you busy and get you moving. It's nonstop until he's ready to give you another break. I don't care. Exactly. I don't and care. it's funny you said that because I was just thinking, I was like, Lord, um, with the podcast, and one day I'll explain how the podcast came about. It's really it's really crazy. But um with the podcast, I um I was praying today, I mean, and I was just like, Lord, I wanna stay in the your will. I want to constantly hear what you have for me to do because a lot of people think, um, you know, when you go into one thing, you're going to stay in seasons change. Seasons, <laughs> is what you said was so profound because there's a time of rest and then there's a time of being busy. There's a time that God, but you got to know the voice of God and see, I want to be in the, the, in the right place at the right time because what I've recognized is when I'm in that place, things flow. Even if I'm busy, things flow. It's not crazy at my house. It's not crazy. You're not misunderstood. Everything. Because he does things in order. And that's when I find myself somewhere and I'd be like, Lord, look. And then they, people have said, I will leave, sis. And and then it's not in a rude way. I try my, I have a discussion. I talk, but I will leave. I've learned that I, if I decide to stay in Waddle, I get everything I deserve. Amen. Especially when I know I'm supposed to be there. Amen. And just like you said, in seasons, even in ministry, when you move from one ministry to another. Right. You no, know, and if it's it's not for you know, and it's if especially if it's not coming from my shepherd, if it's not coming from the pastor. Amen. You, if the Lord tell me to move and the pastor ain't coming and saying, No, you need to be over here, I'm gonna go right where the Lord told me. Amen. And um, it's not for them to understand it. It's up for the Lord to say, thus said Lord. And I'm going to leave it at that. Amen. So I, I, I hear you when you say that when seasons, they change. And, and, and people understand the season could be a day. We are Amen. not. His time is not ours. Exactly. <laughs> and the only way, and I've learned because sometimes you be so, you just get caught in the pattern. You get caught in doing things. You get caught in. You know, and I don't want to have a mindset of somebody that's trying to lead me and they can't even, they're not even listening. And listen, like you said, I'm not stuck on the titles. Like, I want to be led by Holy Spirit. I know that, you know, you honor, you serve. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying a lot of times, like I was saying, who we may be involved in, yes. what type of interactions, what things we're listening to, the company. Sometimes God may want you to change and be around the people that could be irritating you so you can yep. grow. So you can learn something different and be like, you know what? This person really deep down, they get on my nerve. But maybe <laughs> I can learn something because maybe it's the enemy trying to defeat me from learning something from them. Because if I don't, he's going to keep me in this stag stagnated place. It was it's like I told him last week. I had a boss who was really hard on me. Mm. really hard on me and I used to really kind of dread the day the time when I would see him come to work like uh, 
know, but he was my boss. And after a while, I was like, Jackie, you're going to either have to make up your mind that this is your job. You love what you do. Yes, he's problematic. But what is it you can learn from him? What is it that Lord, maybe the enemy is right? And I was going to church thinking I was all together. Something <laughs> wrong with him. So, you you know, but he was actually teaching me so much. Mm -hmm. When I shifted my mindset and I really started praying to God and I was like, Lord, show me what you want me to know about that person. Yeah, Help me to figure out what things he has the keys to to my next level because a lot of times it's not the people like you said that's smiling our face and patting us on our back it's the person that's going to tell you listen this is where i see but we got to be willing to allow it yeah we got to want it yes ma'am so i appreciate you tonight you have another platform before i bring on detro it's called truth Thinking reverse using Use the heart. heart. Truth. You will always get the truth if you dip into your heart. And that comes from only, it comes from all different levels. Like I've literally been able to help people with their families. I had a young lady who uh, her and her mother just had a horrible relationship. And it and like I told her, someone, if you want this relationship, this is your mother. Someone has to be a bigger person. Even though you know how you used to work, you would approach your mother reverse it do it differently do it differently and just see how it would just embrace that relationship and she started going instead of giving what she usually would get or giving people what they expect from you anyway you will blow their mind not only theirs but your own right from the that reaction that you would get and also you now showing who you are instead of giving people what they want amen right give them your truth and if you're giving all of you you wouldn't allow yourself to be in stuff for too long. Right. You get what I'm saying? So if you right. give all that you have and you're still getting whatever they're trying to give out and it's not fulfilling, it's, it's not giving you what you need to sustain or to move on, whatever it is in, then you, it's not hard to let go. And then you know, like, okay, Lord, you pray about it and move on. So I'm, I tell people all the time, I open book. Anybody that comes to me or anybody that says anything to me, if anybody feel like they know of me, only thing they have to do is come ask me. I'll tell them. Because <laughs> what they going to do to us, Jack? I know. What they going to do, eat us? Right. <laughs> what they going to do, eat us? The only person that's got anything or any control over us is God. Amen. So if you're afraid of something that you have done before, the only thing, the reason why we said earlier, the only reason why he allows us to go through the thing is because he's growing us. And if we're af afraid to tell the things that the Lord has grown us for from, then what good are we to you be as his vessel? Amen. We should be able to have those conversations because we've been delivered from them. If Amen. you've been delivered, you believe that you've been set free, you believe you repented and you've moved on. Amen. And the, the part about that I want to share too, is that um, you said something powerful just now. You said that um, what good are we? Right? What good are we? And so at the end of the day, we were created to please God. Yes. We were created, even the bad, even the good. Even the, all of those things work together for them that are called in the them. So if there's any shame, if there's any disappointment, if there's anything that hinders us from allowing God to flow through us as that vessel. Yes. You no, know, we gotta continually ask them to remove it. That's God make me pure, give me a good heart. Yep. creating me a clean heart, renewing yep. me the right spirit yep. so that you can flow through me so that people can feel the pureness. They can feel yes. the, the real love. They can the love. know that, you know what? 
this there's something different about that person and it really is something different because when you stay in that place and you constantly keep that thing clear mm -hmm. you're constantly getting filled back up that's and it go, like you know you're releasing so when someone come to you you can say you know what i've been through something like that let me tell you i can give you a now it's up to you if you want to take it but I can help. I can share something with you, and you could try it. And guess what? Nine out of ten, it helped me. It's probably gonna help you. Yeah, and that's and that's what we're here to do. I'm that too, because although you went through it, and that person, and you blessed them, you you, and now you've given them that opportunity to give out what it is that's hindering them. Exactly. They're now release it. You know, exactly. You're now breaking chains. You're taking chains off of people because you're allowing them to be vulnerable enough to say, "Okay, all right, Lord." You know, if not, they see it in you enough to say, "Okay, here's my heart, Lord." I, you know, it take all that is not you out of me, right? Whatever you say, right? Yes. And you know, I told you I'm a talker now. You know, we got. I know. <laughs> I know. You ready? So I want to. I want to. Um. Bring on Detroit and uh, let me see. Is she right there? Yeah. Was she going? She going to go over there. Okay. <laughs> I want to bring on Detroit next and read her bio. Okay. Um, I really want to tell you how much I appreciate you and thank you for um, the yeah. book Beyond the Smile. This is a collaboration. And I, and I need. I should have one of my shirts here too. You know, I have my shirts. God is busy, and I'm loving it. Yes. So, yes, I need one of those shirts. You do. Yep. And I got a signed copy. One of my other sisters in the Lord, Tanya Clinton, is on this yes, book. Tanya. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, Tanya. Yep. And the master coach, Chris Scott. Yes, she, that Pastor Chris is on there. Yes. She did a lot of things as far as um putting it all together. I spoke to her yes. earlier. So, God bless you, Minister Scott, Pastor Chris Scott, and um. I just love the the whole book is awesome. It is. Literally. It's, it's a roller coaster ride. A, I tell people yeah. all the time read the whole book. Just read my chapter. Read the whole book because every story is amazing. And you can get the books on my page, RenataTriblet.com or her closet, either page. Or tell me I I can meet you. <laughs> McDonough, Georgia. Yes. Yeah. I'm putting up this now. So I want to introduce, yeah. So I want to thank you again for coming. Thank on, you, God. sis. I bless, I got, God bless you and blessings to you. We will, um, we're going to do this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you for hanging in there with us tonight with all the technical difficulties. Um, we defeated whatever was trying to come against us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we still went live. We and did all the platforms. God, right? he is it. We loving it. Mm -hmm. yes. And if he tries, he's the one that conquers all. If we keep moving forward on what it is he said for us to do, so absolutely. I love oh, you. I love you too. And you know, we'll be talking again. Yes, ma'am. We're gonna later. Real soon. Yes, we got yes. things to do. Yes, Amen. I appreciate Amen. you so much. I appreciate um, you. I'm about to see if I can get Dietro on. Okay, I'll call it. I'll go out and see if she can get her in. Okay.
So thank you all for staying put with us. Thank you for um being a part of the podcast, of course. And like I stated, we had some technical difficulties um that went forth on tonight, but we're still here. So I thank God for all of you that continue to stay with us and be be part of the podcast. Um, next, I'm going to be bringing on another um, one of the authors from the collaboration, Deidre Williams, um, and she'll be joining us shortly. Um, so if there's anyone who would like to um, request prayer, I ask that you will put it in our chat. Um, if you could put it in the chat and that way at the end we could pray anyone that's having any issues um i want to also invite you to watch us on our social media platforms um of course we're on youtube now tonight broadcast may have to be uploaded but um the other broadcast that we have is on youtube um we're on spotify we're on apple podcast now google podcast iHeartRadio. um we're also on buzzsprout that's another um podcast platform and Podbean. And I've been putting those up. We have a LinkedIn page as well. Um, I've been connecting with some other podcasters. So um, I thank God for how he's moving. I really didn't expect for things to go the way they're going, but God gave me this podcast. And so I'm just following his lead. I'm just being obedient to what he's telling me to do. And I thank him because I have so many different connections. I'm meeting so many different people and it's been a blessing. The prayer request that comes in, the encouragement that you guys um, give, it's just been an absolute um, blessing. So um, I've just been encouraged by the Lord constantly when I sometimes get, they call it the, the writer's block. Um, but it's not a writer's block. It's a podcast. It's more like podcasters go through this and God just kept, he keeps keeping me steady, um, keeping me diligent and he'll bring people to me. Um, he'll just encourage my soul. And so I thank him for that. God is faithful. Um, and then, like I stated, if anyone has not gotten to know him in the beauty of holiness, if you want to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, um, at the end of this broadcast, we'll have a time where we can pray and you can give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I personally will say God has made something beautiful out of my life, just wonderful. And he can do the same for you because he's not a respective person. So um, I just wanted to bring that up before we leave any prayer requests, um, anything that, you know, may be bothering you, the things you need prayer about, feel free to email us. And again, I want to encourage you to keep your faith. We are in a time where we know prices are rising, gas prices are rising, people, jobs, you know, the pay may not be as good. And believe me, a lot of us are feeling it, but we are kingdom people. My pastor is preaching now on resetting our faith, resetting our faith. And sometimes I got to dig deep when I tell you, I got to know that I know that I know, and I can't stand on any other word. I can't listen to all the voices. I can hear the voices, but I don't allow it to really get into my spirit. I'm like, Lord, you said that you will supply all of my needs, all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And if God had these riches and glory, guess what? 
He's faithful. He'll supply it. And so you got to stand on the word of God. This is a time where we can't back up. Listen, things may not get any better. Things may not change for us. Things, this, 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 this whole world, this system, y'all see it? Monkeypox, chicken flu virus, COVID. Now they want you to get another type of Omicron variant shot. It's going to continue our faith. It, it has to be rooted. It, it's not, I want God. I need God. It has to be rooted in the things of God. That's the only way we're going to be able to keep standing. Prayer, fasting, get this flesh under control. Stop going by what you see. Listen, if I tell y'all in the last two weeks, the things that has come and try to come against, and it's amazing because I'm hearing the word of God and I'm like, thank you, Lord, for being under my leadership, having a pastor, having my leaders who hear God, I know they do because ain't no way I'm going through week after week and I'm still like, you know what? My pastor's preaching faith reset and I'm like, you know what? That was my reset this week. Listen, I get up, I listen to the 6 a.m. prayer. I'm in prayer. I'm around here speaking to Tom. I'm just praying to the Lord. I'm just in tune. I'm like, God, I'm going to stand on your word. I've been, God is so good. Let me tell you. When the enemy come in like a flood, my God, hallelujah. He said that the Lord will lift up a standard against him, against it. And so the thing's been coming against my car, coming against this, coming against that. And then and one day I remember I'm talking and my husband said something and I had to, no, you got to take that back. And God gave me a dream. And in the dream, my God, it was an overflow of abundance. And I kept pulling out. I just kept pulling. And I was like, where's all this coming from? And my hand was in my jacket pocket, but it just kept coming out and coming out and coming out. And I was in my, and when I was in his dream, I promise y'all, I was like, oh, Lord. And I'm shouting. And, and I was like walking down the hall and I was like praising God. And, the money, and it just kept coming out. again to the room and it just kept coming out. And what I realized was that God was giving me a vision. He said, I, I, just, I just believe that I have been talking to him so much that in my, my unconscious state, he just said, you know what, listen, this is what you, you need, a, you, need you, you fighting. He see the bear, you fighting. You fighting with everything you've got. And I was like, you know what, God, I thank you. I woke up, I was mad at first because I said, Lord, that was a dream. It seems so real. But then I said, you know what? I thank you for the vision. I thank you for the dream. I thank you in advance. I thank you it's already done. I thank you that you're making the way. I thank you that the, actually, Lord, forgive me, the way is already made. I thank you now. And so I'm here to encourage you tonight to keep your faith. Keep your faith. Fight for it. Protect it. And stay true to your faith in God. Not your faith in things, not your faith in man, not your faith in yourself, but stay true to your faith in God because all these things are going to pass away. But when it's gone, we can definitely stand on the word of God. So I thank you tonight. I thank you that it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith.
Fight for your faith. Reset your faith. Continue to be mindful of who and what you're giving your ears to, your eyes to, your mind to. We're in a fight, y'all, and this fight is continuous. But I tell you one thing, when you get disciplined and you continue and you continue and you get what I like to say, I call it my alabaster box. I have times when I go back and when I'm under uh, under pressure or, or something try to come against that, I go back and I say, but God, you did this then. You did that then. You did that then. And I constantly see his hand. And let me tell you something. Sometimes you can't run to your pastor. You can't run to your sister in the Lord. Sometimes you got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. And those testimonies, those things that God has done for us, those things that he has proven to us. And a lot of you know, he has proven he can do it over and over and over and over again. We got to stay true. And not be so easily impressed by people. Not so easily impressed by things. You know, don't get distracted in this hour. Don't get distracted. But stay faith, faith, faith stay building your faith. Stay motivating you. Get around things that's going, I can't listen. When now, when now, see, when I get under certain type of pressure, some things I just, I, I just can't even listen to on the TV. But some of it's foolishness. But some of it, you know, if I like looking at a talk show, and it's a nice talk show, sometimes I'm like, nope, let me turn on last Sunday's, uh, you know, time at church worship. Let me go and listen to uh, Faith Bill, Dr. Bill. Let me listen to someone who's going to just teach faith. That's just going to work this muscle of faith in our lives. Because I'm telling you, things ain't going to change with so much. We're going to continue to go through it. And like I said, don't be so quick to hear and listen and be influenced. You know, um, I heard someone say, even sugar, salt looks like sugar, right? Know your word. Get in your word. Study your word. Get that thing in your heart and continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? Continue to walk by faith and not by sight. And so... I want to bring on uh, Deetra Williams with us this evening. And once we um, talk with Deetra, I do see some of the prayer requests coming in for Spady Ward and Reed families as Sharnice has transitioned home. Um, Renata, I'm going to invite you back and I will have to talk to Deetra if you can connect her, okay? So, um, I will be praying before we leave. I want to offer the prayer of salvation. Look, there's no sense of us doing all this talking and I offer um, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to you because that's the ultimate goal. And if anyone needs to rededicate their life, you can rededicate your life um, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God has made something beautiful out of my life, literally. Um, I didn't have a bad life. I don't want to say it like it was so crazy or anything like that. But I went through some things and not because... Um, you know, it was the devil and no, some things I just decided that I wanted to do and I had to pay a price for that. But some things we don't have to go through, you know, some things we can avoid. And if we would just adhere to the, to the Lord and what he's trying to do and submit ourselves to him, he'll make something beautiful out of, out of our life. Um, he's not a respectable person and he loves us with an everlasting love. 
He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And so God is always waiting. It's us who sometimes we think because what we've done have separated. He said, nothing can separate you from me. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Nothing. So I thank God for who he is in my life. I thank God that he's faithful. I thank God that he continued to be everything. Like I stated earlier, I love my family. I love my husband, but I love God. I love God. And let me tell you, even when I fall short, I'm quick to ask God, Lord, help me, help me, you know, help me get rid of whatever I'm dealing with. Help me change. Help, me, help my mind get right, right back in the place where you want me to be so that I could be used of you because no man know their day, their time, and their hour. You know, nobody knows. And so at the end of the day, I want to be able to get filled, but I also want to be able to release what God has allowed me to distribute and share with other people with other people. And that's the goal. And so I want to thank you again for joining us. Um, like I stated, we will have prayer before we end. I want to bring Dietro Williams in and I'm just waiting on her to join us. And so tonight we had a lot of opposition, but I thank God that he is still faithful, that social media platforms are still available and that, you know, one day I'll share my testimony on even how I came about this podcast. Um, and it's not even my podcast, it's God's podcast because everything he's doing is definitely, um, he's doing it. He's making the way. And so I thank him for it. Um, let me see. I'm just waiting on Dietro to come in. Things that I know I've been talking about has been um, faith, and I'm thanking God. I thank Him for every test um, and every situation. Like I'm not complaining because I'm like, Lord, you're growing me in another way. You know, um, we never arrive, but I thank Him for. I thank Him in it because it's always something that I'm learning. It's always something that I know you guys are learning. It's always something that he's trying to show to us, right? And the goal is that we be dependent on God. Today I was in here and I was trying to make sense in my own logical mind. And I had to literally, Holy Spirit came and was like, how are you going to make sense? When your ways are, he said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Jackie, you can't make sense with what I'm talking about, what I'm trying to do for you. You can't even imagine. You're thinking on such a minute level. You're thinking about one little thing and I'm trying to get something to you. You're thinking that I'm trying to keep something from you and I'm trying to get something to you. But do you trust me? See? So a lot of times, yeah, the faith is there. But then where's the love and the trust? Because when we love someone, right, we just be like, oh, I love you. You know, we just flattered when, when we in love with someone. It's just like, oh, I'll cook for you. Oh, you need me to pick you. Need, I remember when I was um, with my husband in the early years. He, lived, he worked 45 minutes an hour away. And at night, I'm talking 12. He had the midnight shift. 
and I would take him dinner. The love, just the love, just out of love. And so it's like, Lord, I say I love you. I say I trust you. Right? And then this one little thing comes about and you're like trying to make sense. So God is still of every present help. And I thank him for all of those situations. I thank him for all of those different um, things that he allows. There she is. Hey, Miss Jackie. Look, the wig was tight earlier since 7.30. I don't know how I look now. The makeup was on fleek. I don't know what I look like now, <laughs> but I am glad to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Girl, I was like, listen. put me in, put me in. <laughs> listen. Oh goodness. I am so grateful you hung in there with me. We we so truthless. That's all I can say. We are some real Hey. What we experience, honey, this is nothing, okay? I uh, know. This is nothing. I'm just glad to be here. Thank you. Yes. So I want to read your bio to everyone. Okay. Um, before we get started. So, Deetra Williams has been serving in the healthcare field for over 22 years. He is currently employed with Wellstar Serving as Patient Access Specialist 2. She is a certified Revenue Cycle Representative, CRCR, and she's a certified life coach. Um, she specializes in grief and encouragement. And Deetra also volunteers with Emanuel State Prison's Women's Facility. She is a mentor for women in transition. And Deetra also serves as a mentor with the VWLA Virtuous, Virtuous Women Life Academy, a court-appointed special advocate for children, and a volunteer with the Georgia Firefighters Burn Foundation. Deetra is also a co-author of be, be, beyond, oh gosh, Beyond the Smile book. She is the number one seller. Actress Dietro did her first stage play, Tambourines to Glory, and she resides in McDonough, Georgia. She is my sister in the Lord. She, We both are, uh, are at the same place of worship, Tabernacle of Praise Church. Yay. Where praise meets. Oh, every needs. <laughs> Okay, and, and under uh, our our past, oh, I was about to say, Pastor TJ. Yes, co-pastor. Under Pastor TJ McBride and co-pastor Shanae McBride. Um, we are in a good place. I thank God for our leaders. I thank God for our leaders. So, tonight. And we love our church. Yes, we love our, I, <laughs> listen, listen, yes. I thank God for allowing me personally to get to T.O.P., um, the Holy Spirit sent us there, you know, the way we were guided, getting off the expressway, listening to, getting off the expressway, riding down Jodico. Um, no, riding down, at the time it was Stockbridge. We got off at Stockbridge, and I was coming from another church, uh, Bishop Murphy, and I was driving, and my daughter at the time, Lauren, I think she was about five or six, and I was like, oh, Lord. I was such in a bad place. And I was like, I got to find a place where I can hear the word of God or my marriage. We ain't going to make it. I told, I was talking just like that driving. I was like, Lord, I need a church today. I need to hear something today. And we are driving and I get to the stop sign. I get to the light and we're riding past and it says, come join us at Tabernacle of Praise. Yes. Church and I look to the left and I'm like, Tabernacle of Praise, church of 
So I said, that's the church right there, Lauren. She said, well, let's go. Because it was like 12 o'clock. And I said, no, the service probably about to be over. She was like, mom, let's go. And I parked, flew in the parking lot. And me and Lauren went in. And when we walked in, my daughter said, God is in this place. He's there. My and the way I got to TLP, when all hell broke out in my, all around me, everything, pain took me to TLP. I was also attending another church. I would leave that church, go to, T no, I would go to TLP at eight o'clock service, go back to my church. I went back to TLP 11 o'clock service. When you're talking about, whew, it was, it was, it was something. It was something. It was something, Jackie. When I tell you, I didn't know if I was going to come. All I know is one day I was sitting in the church. You know, T.O.P. is a mega church for McDonald. Pastor was on the other side preaching to the congregation. He skipped the middle section, and I'm over on the other side. He pointed dead at me, Jackie. He said, let me tell you something, sister. Didn't know what I was going through. Didn't know me from Adam's cat at that time. What you going through? People cannot go with you. Those people who left you, they had to leave you. Because where God is getting ready to take you, can't nobody go. And you will give him the glory. And that's how that book came about. That was my confirmation. But I tell you, it was awesome. And, I, and at that point, that's when I was able to drop everything. You know, in certain areas of my life. Not everything now. But just because I'm so attached to people. When I become attached to people i love people for life you know but right but and i don't blame anybody i don't right. blame because if it didn't happen i wouldn't be sitting here with you tonight you know Amen. so, Amen. so it ha things happen for a reason and i actually heard the, ch the shackles breaking over my life one sunday at top mm. and you know it's crowded i was sitting in front of the sound booth and I don't know, remember if Tasha Cobbs were there or uh, the praise team was singing, singing Break Every Chain. But I literally heard chains breaking off my life. And you know the way they used to wear the dingling, dangling bracelets back in the day? I'm looking around church, but the shackles was broken off. Mm. And I went, when I went back outside the door to go back into the world, I was free. Wow, praise Not God. totally free now, but just in particular areas of my life. You know, I think I became free with different areas in my life because a lot of people don't know I carried a lot of pain, a lot of pain. And it's from every area, from people in the world, from home, from just every work. I mean, I was catching, can I use hell on here? <laughs> I won't use it. Okay. I was catching it from everywhere. But, and I just, I just thank God. I just thank God. Yep. I thank God too. And I thank God that we were in the right place at the right time. Yes. And we know that there's no perfect church. We know, you know, and our pastor tell us, I ain't God. You know, oh, y'all stay connected. Y'all reach your word. Y'all know God for yourself because mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm human. And, you know, I just thank God that we are where we are. And, you know, if sometimes, I, and I'm going to be honest, sometimes I can hear certain things and people have had things happen where they may have. And we all have had things happen, but I just, I'm like, well, I don't know. I just thank God, I, you know, for right now, this is, it is, is it is, God is moving. 
Yes, and he is. He is getting the glory, and so I thank him for that. Yeah. I thank him for that. So I'm so glad we made it. We started we a little it. late tonight. Yeah. It. It's all right. It's just let me know that guess what? Greater is coming. Yes, it is. Greater is coming. So I wanted to ask you tonight. Um what 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 caused you to write? What pushed you to that part point to? Well, first of all, I was not motivated to write, okay? I was not motivated to write. I never thought of a book. It was presented to me. But before it was presented to me, I was coming home from my hometown, Eastman, South Georgia. I'm on the interstate, and the only thing I kept saying was, Lord, help me to be obedient in this season. Help me to be obedient in this season. And three days later, I received a phone call from Pastor Chris. She said, daughter, I would like for you to be an author in my book. I was like, what, you, what is she talking about? And so I, I received a text from her. So I called her. I said, what are you talking about? She said, yeah, I have two slots left, and I would like for you to be one of the authors. I was like, give it to somebody who's been through something because I had a good life. I'm good. And she was like, well, you start at your good life and end where you are today. I said, okay, give me three days. She said, three days? Time is ticking. Um, I have two slots left. I said, well, give me two days. And so when I got to my night job that night, I start writing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. So the next day I called, I said, okay, I would love to be a part of the um, collaboration. Wow. Yeah. So three days. So you said it didn't take you three days, right? No, I went because I thought it was an easy task. Uh -huh. I'm telling about my good life, okay? Until I got to the hard part in life, the pain, the struggle. And I had to put it down for the weekend. And I remember waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and God said, okay, it's time to pick it up. And I told God, if you want me to write this book, you're going to have to write it because I can't do it. And when I picked up my pen and started writing, I could not stop. When wow. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even proofread anything. I didn't, I didn't proofread anything. I didn't want to proofread it. I just wanted it to be over. But mm -hmm. I also find um, healing in my therapy. I mean, healing in writing. There's therapy in writing. So when I submitted it to, to the um, editor, I, I actually went 5,000 words over the limit. She <laughs> said, first of all, you got to take some of this stuff out. You know, because uh, I was just pouring in, just pouring in. And so that's what happened. Wow. So when I read the book, I read your portion. I read Renata's. Um, and I wanted to ask you, so what things happened early in life? Like what, what I recognize is that you and Renata, these smiles that you guys have, is very um how can I say it? resilient is is very um just authentic and you know that's why I put on the flyer um what strengthens them beyond their smiles so from a young child what things happened would you say that started to try to break that smile what things could you say uh, I would say not young but teenage years like did, what did you go through? What could you share with us that could possibly encourage the, the uh, viewers tonight? Well, I know... go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Well, um, my teenage years, I mean, like I told Minister Chris, I had a good life, you know, and I got married. We traveled. I married my high school sweetheart. We had a good life. We had a good life. And things began to happen when my dad got sick, when I went through miscarriages. I had a miscarriage. Oh. Marriage started crumbling. Um, it, it, it was, it was something, it was, it, it was something. Yeah. And then I know in the book, you specifically talked about when you got diagnosed, you went to the breast doctor. Breast cancer. Yes. I think that was maybe one of the first major things that ever happened in my life. What happened was, um, it was Martin Luther King weekend. I had went home to the parade. And I stopped by my, by my mother-in-law's house and we was talking. I said, well, I really don't feel like going to the doctor. I have a, a mammogram appointment today. I said, I may just cancel. And she told me, she said, no, you go, go. You don't want to play around with that. So I went to my doctor's appointment that day. And after they, I had the, the diagnostic mammogram, the radiologist told me to come to her office. And so when I went to her office, she said, we may have to bring you back next week because there's a lot of the, the clarifications was cluttered together when it's not supposed to be like that. And I was like, what does that mean? She said, well, I can't talk to you about it. Your doctor has to talk to you about it. I'm like, why did you even bring it up? You know? So um, when I got the news, I was in Macon in the emergency room with my dad. He had to be transferred to the emergency room. So I was sitting there talking to, uh, with my sister and my cousin at that time. And we was laughing, just having a good time. So I got a telephone call, and it was Dr. Timber. And I said, let me step away. So I took the phone call, and he said, hey, he said, hey, Detroit, this is Dr. Timber. We got your results back. I said, okay. He said, I just want to let you know that it's, um, it's zero, zero percent. I was like, okay, so that means I don't have cancer. He said, oh, you got cancer my whole world just stopped. And he was just going on and on. I said, hold up, Dr. Timber. I'm not comprehending any of this. I'm going to hook you up with my husband. And so I hooked, hooked, him, hooked him up with my husband. And my husband, he began to research why I'm in Macon. He on the phone with the doctor researching. So when I got home that night, he was able to lay everything out before me and just went through step, like he was a doctor now, okay? He went through step by step with me and we got through it. Wow. I didn't have to go through chemo or anything. I had to go through radiation. Okay. So I didn't have to go. So it wasn't, it was, it didn't come outside of the lining of my breast. That's why it was 0%. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't outside of the lining. But when you say 0%, I'm thinking, okay, I don't have any cancer. Thank God. Right. And he was like, no, you have cancer. So I had to go through the lumpectomy and also made it through. Amen. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Yes. And so I know you spoke about when your father, there was a time when your dad was diagnosed and that was like heartbreaking because you was a daddy's girl. I was a daddy's girl and I've <laughs> never known my daddy to go to the doctor or hospital. All my life, he's never, he never complained or anything. And so my mom and sister would tell me this, but I was awake. And I was like, oh, no, not my daddy, you know, not my daddy. And so I remember we had a family reunion in Detroit. And my and by, by this time, I would see him when I come home. But by this time, he 
he couldn't do anything for himself. And so my sister was in the bathroom cleaning him up and I walked in to help her. And when I looked, I just froze and I just broke down. I mean, I broke down. And then when we um, got on the tour bus, I could not stop crying. And they didn't know what was going on with me. What is wrong with her? And I just couldn't tell nobody. I mean, eventually I did, but yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. And that's, what thing, what would you say got you through? Oh, God. Oh, God. Honey. My husband, he was right there by my side every step of the way. I mean, when I told him what was going on, he did not waste any time. We go, I'm getting you back home. I'm getting you back home. And that's what he did. Yes. And I thank you for that. Yeah. And so you kept your faith. Oh, I had to, Jackie. I, I was... I was a I was a mess. I nobody knew Dietra was a mess. But God, but God, but God, but God. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I I just don't know. I well, I know it was God, but at that time, I had to stand. I had to stand. I mean, behind a smile, behind a smile. But smile while serving. Mm -hmm. Smile while serving. Smile while serving. And so somebody's probably watching tonight who many of us, because I can relate when I, you know, I had doctors and just a couple years ago with them telling me I had a heart attack and the issues that ran. I had to pray different, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So when I recognized this thing came down the bloodline and it wasn't like I just recently gained weight, which is menopausal, which is not an excuse because I work from home and I'm sitting all day. But I know if I get to working out and getting back, the weight drops. However, yeah. prior to all of that, um, kind of like what you said, when the doctors were coming in and they diagnosed me and when I was 39, 40, 41 as having a major heart attack mm -hmm. and I never felt anything. Me? I mean, I went to emergency room. My girlfriend took me. Um, I did, you know, of course, my heart was all over the place and they couldn't get it. And they were saying I was, you know, get her back on an EKG and this and oh. that. And it was a very uncomfortable feeling. I won't deny that. It was very, <clears throat> I felt like I was leaving. You know, I did. But um, I started calling on the name of Jesus. Ooh. And I wanted to tell someone tonight, when you don't know what else to do, there is power. Oh, so much power. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes. You know, um, my relate, and I'm not getting on me. I'm just relating to what I you know. said. I understand. Only because that was such a time in my life. My husband was in Afghanistan at the time. Um, my daughter was like two. My son was like 11. And I'm, I'm not even near any family, you know. Mm -hmm. And so he's trying to fly from Afghanistan to come back to Georgia I'm meeting with the doctors. I got my girl cousin staying with me, watching over me at night to make sure because they had me on a heart monitor. And when you said that, it, it struck a nerve because I remember and I was starting to give in to that, right? I was starting to say, oh, well, my heart, um, well, Lord, if you take me and my cousin, I got a letter and I think I told her, but she said something to me. She said, I'm going to need for you to start speaking different. Mm. 
And I had an attitude with her, to be honest. She was helping me with the kids and all, but I was like, who she think she's talking to? <laughs> I'm over here with a heart monitor on. I know. And I'm only 41. My grandfather died at 34. You know, my uncle had a heart attack at 60-something. My father dropped dead at 58. Now here I am at 41. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. Like I said to Renata earlier, I had to eat the meat and spit out the bone. And mm. I went to sleep that night and was like, think different. And then I would get up and then she would say, how you feel? And I wouldn't always feel my, I would say, I'm feeling good. But you got to speak it. You got, mm -hmm. you got to have that. You got to have a, a, a different mindset. That, that, that mindset has to be trans, transformed daily. Because we can get stuck. Trust me. With, yeah. With, when, I went, when, I, when I was going through that mindset, I'm telling you, you got to renew that mind because that get back spirit want to get into you, but you can't do it. You cannot yep. quit. Yeah. And, and I'll never forget this doctor. I went to a cardiologist, Atlanta Hearts, and he said to me, he said, I'm, he said, you're too young to die of a heart attack. He said, I'm documenting your healing. Mm. I looked at this man, this doctor, and I knew God sent him. He said, I'm documenting your healing. And I looked at him. I said, you just spoke destiny into my life. I said, if you only know the when you're in a, a battle with your health, you it don't matter a lot of stuff that's going on. You you battling, you battling what you know, and you battling the devil. Exactly. And let me tell you, the devil ain't trying to let up. He in your ear all day, all night, trying to tell you how you're gonna leave. I, you know, write your write out how your funeral gonna be. Write out your color. I start telling my kids, you can have this piece of jewelry. You can have that piece of jewelry. Don't let nobody come in here and take all my pocketbook. And I pay too much money for this. Listen to my mind, right? And right. the enemy will come against you and have you thinking that that's you writing out your your death. No. But, and so I had to learn to pray different. Right. And I started praying different, and I started really speaking I, I i couldn't even pray i had to literally speak the word yeah now you brought me back to the miscarriage i was working at curves you know uh curves for women exercise gym and when i was pregnant that's why i was working so i did ask my doctor will it be okay if i worked out she said yeah you should so i was standing there me and my um um co-worker we were standing and I just felt something was funny and I went to the bathroom and I said, Holly, something is not right. So I went to Emory. Why I went to Emory, I don't have a clue. When I passed all the hospitals, I went straight downtown to Emory. So when I got there, I ended up in the emergency room. Nobody didn't send me to the emergency room. I just went on my own to the emergency room. So I'm, and they was busy. Everybody was just busy all around me. And so um, this this African-American woman, she walked towards me, short hair, and she asked, can she help me? And I was telling her what was going on with me, and she told me to come into her office. So I went into her office, and she wrote down two doctors' names. And when she said, you go see, you can pick either one of these doctors. They will take care of you, I promise you. You're going to be okay. So I left her office, and I remembered I forgot to ask her something. I went back. That lady was gone. I only thing I did was turn to go out her door. 
that was an angel. I promise wow. because I described, I asked every, just about everybody in that emergency room and I described her. They was like, we don't have anyone here. I said, she was just in the office. She gave me this, this note. She said, ma'am, I'm sorry. We don't have anyone here with that description. And that, at that day, that's when I started believing the angel. That lady was a godsend. And when we made the appointment with the, with the doctor, um, they sat down and went through everything with us. And she was right. And that gave me healing right there. Yeah. Wow. See, God is faithful. Yes. And, um, he's, a, he, he's definitely our healer. Oh, you know? yes. He's an awesome That's healer. Um, mm -hmm. I, like I stated um, with myself, when um, my husband finally did get to here, to Georgia, and they did all their tests, Everything stabilized. Actually, I tell this story with my aunt, who's still living. She was a minister at Dr. Long's, Bishop Eddie Long Church, and um, went there for a family and friends day. Bishop Long was preaching his heart out, and in the middle of the sermon, he just stopped, and he said, somebody here, you, you need, you need, you need, he said, it was like, how he mentioned it was like, somebody was pulling on the anointing mm. because they needed healing. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you that morning, I, I, I got up and I was like, today, Lord, I'm standing in agreement for my healing. I'm going to this church. I wasn't a big fan of going to different church, but it was my aunt. So I went and my grand aunt, who's really been monumental in my life and in my walk with God. And um, she's one of my mentors. And so, you know, he stopped preaching and he was like, Somebody's pulling, and I need whoever needs healing at the altar. I'm telling you, that's how it was with uh, Pastor McBride that day. He pointed at me. He don't. He don't even realize what he. I don't think he realized, but he knew that I needed that. He was talking directly to me, and at that point, Jacket, I was, I was free. I was free. Yep. And so, yeah, Pastor, what I've learned um, with him and co-pastor is that. A lot of, you know when the anointing is just, because he's too busy. Like, he don't even, you know, like, he's here, there. And so when don't you stop. know. He don't stop. Know. Right. He did not but stop. you know it's the anointing. You know God is speaking because what we're dealing with. You know, what, what we, each of us have a different issue. Mm -hmm. And so God, the Holy Spirit knows the needs of what's in the place at the time. Oh, where we, you know, yes. and so that's the blessing. Like, we don't get a lot of craziness, you know. It's just you hear, I'm God, forgive me, but you just hear so much craziness today on TV. Yeah. You know, people just want you to do this and do that. We get the word. We get, you know, and we can recognize that it's God. Oh, That's yeah. what I think. We know, you know. But getting back to the book. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know you talked about, and I don't want to give out too much because I know we're going to you know, encourage people to buy the book. Yes. It's awesome. It's an awesome you. read. They did an awesome job. Minister Chris Scott and the, everyone that's on here. What is this? 12 young, wonderful women? It's, it's 12, yeah, including her. She Minister Chris has her story in there, so we count her also. Yeah. Beyond the spot, Beyond the Smile compiled by Chris Scott. And, um, was, I think her, and when I tell you I had actually put a lot of these words in my book. I mean, yeah, in my story before I even received the book. I didn't even know this back page was back here. That little insert 
And I had a lot of my stuff in there from that. Yeah. But God knows. He knows. I'm telling you. He knows. Yeah. yeah. And so you said there was a time when your dad passed and then you got diagnosed. And Now, it um, wasn't just my dad passed. I had a double whammy. My mother-in-law also passed. Oh, wow. He passed on November the 1st, 2017. My dad was December the 7th, 2017. And I'm telling you, God will prepare you because when she passed away, I went to the funeral home and sat back there with my sister-in-law through the whole thing. And while we was back there, I'm thinking, why, why am I sitting here, you know? Because a lot of in-laws don't, in, don't include you in all that important stuff, you know? And I'm sitting there like, why am I sitting here? God, what's going on, you know? And then a month later, a month later, and it's, it's something. It's something. And not, not just that, but other stuff, you know, other stuff was going on. And then when you, what I got to say to people when people come to you in pain, listen. Listen to them. Because I went to someone. Someone told me to get over it. I mean, they had buried both they had buried them by this time, but they told me to get over it. I was just a drama queen. I was like, oh my God, thank thank goodness I wasn't part of the mental health thing. Because I could have been one of those mental health patients sent me right over right people need to listen and people are so quick to tell you you need to stay here you need to stay there whether it's in your marriage where whether it's girlfriend boyfriend whether you're in school listen because when they say they need to pull out let them pull out don't i mean you can ask questions but you need to stay there you need to do that listen to their story you know what i'm saying listen to the story before you tell somebody what they should do because I'm telling you, that's why I didn't share anything. I stopped, at that point, I stopped sharing everything. I stopped sharing everything. Didn't, nobody knew that I was writing a book until it came off the press. And that's when I told my mom, I figured I better tell her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, sometimes God does things for a reason because sometimes it's good. It's good when, you know, unfortunately, some people may not, you know, they may not need to know, but everything you know happens for but you're right i've learned through working in the area of um psychiatry my old boss he was a chief medical officer and a chairman of the department of psychiatry and so i was you know working with him as his assistant for years and what i've learned i've learned so much from even his books and you're right one of the biggest things that people forget to do is listen they don't, yeah, they're so quick to tell you what you need to do. Yeah. Just, just listen. Mm -hmm. Just take some time, take a step back, and just listen because sometimes that's all people need. And then they'll tell you, you know, if they want you, oh, you need any help? No, I don't need any help. Or, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we had a mental health training, um, and it was so good. It was so vital, especially in ministry. Because you come across people in all these different arenas and you can start to pick up those different cold words or, mm. you know, things that when you know that it could be more, you know, or it could be less. So tonight, what can you share with 
um, different ones that's listening in in regards to encouraging them. I just want to let the listeners know that if you got a story, tell it because you, you could be saving somebody's life. You're not the only one going through. Trust me. I thought in this big world that I was the only one going through. I, I really thought that. Why me, Lord? Why, why me? Why I got to deal with this? Why I got to go through this? Not knowing where he was taking me. I kept declaring, Lord, I know you know the plans of my life. This is not my life. I kept saying that over and over and over. Only thing I kept hearing him saying, kept saying was be still. Be still. Be still doesn't mean you just sit there and do nothing. But be still. Know that I got you. And I had to, that's what I had to stand on. Amen. I had to stand on that. Yeah. You said, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I got you. You, I've learned. I didn't always know this, okay? But I've learned when you go through, he's just taking you from lever to lever to lever to lever. It's like that thing that you started out on, you don't squash that. Ooh, you know, I repeat. You know, I repeat. I know you speaking into my life. <laughs> and when I was down, when I was down, that's when they should have killed me. When I was down, tell because me when I tell you now, mm mm, mm mm, baby, no, no. I know that's right. I tell me, and you just encouraged me. I told Renata earlier about the stuff I've been going through the last couple of weeks, and I want. I'm not really calling it a, an attack. You know, I thank God for allowing, we, like she, Renata was saying, and I think me and you talked a couple days ago, how when you walk with God, there's insight that he gives you. When you're in constant communion, you know the voice of God. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, and so oh, yeah. the other day, I was starting to say, oh, you know, the enemy coming against this, and I, in my head, I didn't say it. And then, you know, as I was praying um, last night at church, you know, while Lauren was at dance practice, I was sitting there and I was praying and I was like, and the Lord reminded me, no, this ain't a tech. This ain't the enemy. No. Well, let me this tell you. Enemy. Let me tell you. I remember um, driving home from Clayton State one night. And I don't know if you remember this song, Dwayne Wood, uh, Let Go and Let God. Mm-hmm. I... I live in McDonough, okay? I'm coming from Clayton State, Clayton County. I boohooed all the way home. And I was and I was angry at this time. This is when my dad first got sick. And I was like, why my dad? Why this? Why that? Why that? And I was angry. And I told God I was angry. When, when people tell you you can't question God, yes, you can. You can question God because if you don't question it, how are you going to hear what he say? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, I, I used to get that all the time. Don't be questioning God. Yes, you can question God. Because I question, even in the midst of my tantrum, in the midst of my crying, I heard the still voice that said, your daddy is fine. It's y'all I'm trying to get to. And when he said that, I, I was good. I was good. I said, okay. Okay. Wow. Ain't that something? Yeah. God is, is, is awesome because that's why I want to, that's why I just love them. And it ain't always easy, you know. Oh, I don't want to sit here and tell anybody. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy, but it's always worth it. Yeah, but if it's easy, that. guess what? You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. And that's how I took this whole thing, even going through, you know, some stuff. I just was like, Lord, I thank you for the going through. 
Yeah. Thank you. It said, praise me in all things. Give me praise and all. And I was just around here cooking the other day. And I was like, well, Lord, I thank you. And listen, I thank him that it ain't even affecting me with my, my demeanor. I ain't mad at nobody. Look, last night, well, we was in the parking lot praying. Exactly. You know what I mean? We, exactly. I pray, you know, and so I just thank God that um, he's God. Nothing great about us. And your past awesome. do not define your future, okay? I know that's right. It does not. It does not, honey. But when I look back, when I look back on everything, today I can say, Lord, I thank you. I'm grateful that I went through. I'm grateful that people left my life because they had to. And, and when the pastor said that, he also said, they don't even know why they left your life. But it's okay. I love them still. I love them. I love them. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, because when you really look at it, it's just God wanting us to get in a place with him so he can be mm -hmm. God. He, he, he gonna, if we really want him to get his glory, that's why I was telling someone before, when we say we want God to get that glory, are we going to give him that glory when it's time to give him oh, that because, yeah. But then when you learn that you giving God that glory, he, he keeps doing because he knows he can trust you with that glory. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to do this for you. Like, I already know I'm already out. That's why mm -hmm. he gave me the dream. I I tell you the dream offline, off but he gave me the dream to confirm it. He's just so lovely. Uh, he put he a gave me a dream, and I'm gonna tell you, I woke about the dream, man, because I was like, wow. still on it. Yeah, I like a little kid, like, no, Lord. Wow. Then, then I just sat there for a minute, and I said, "Thank you, God. Thank you." I love because you know, okay. you know me as your child. You know me as your daughter. You know me as a friend. Mm. He, he 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 calls us friends. Those that he shared intimate things with. We ain't just his child or his daughter. We are his friend. friend yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what it takes for somebody yeah. to be my friend. Everybody ain't my friend. Yeah. No, not and it. I, you know, I, Jackie got a whole list of stuff you got up to check off before I can let you <laughs> in, the, in the courts of Jackie exactly. life. But yeah. God is so wonderful. He ain't nothing like us. And I'm all messed up and I got all these checklists. And he just said, look, you want me, come to me, and I'm going to let you know the innermost parts, the innermost things in me, and I'm going to call you a friend. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yes, make my friend. And so when he gave me that, he's giving you that. He's put me around y'all awesome women. Like, I thank God. I was telling Renata, I thank God who he's sending, the people that I'm meeting, um, the ministries that we're serving in, you know. The awesome. Um, the things, you know, the ministry, the prison ministry. Prison ministry yeah, I got to go tomorrow morning. I got to go to training tomorrow. Yes. Oh, that's and right. The talk we had, I mean, we just, because we was on a prayer team together. And I'm no longer on the prayer team. But anyway, uh, we we just connected. We connected. It was an awesome drive. Yes. And the training we got with the other women at Kairos was just awesome. I talked to them. Um, um, I call her Mama T. Yeah, I spoke to her today too. You did? Okay. Yeah, and so just meeting with those different um, nationalities uh, and, yeah. and how they embrace us and that's how I just, when we sat in that room and it was all these different nationalities, it just reminded me like in heaven, it ain't going to be <laughs> no titles, no color. You know, it's, we're not going to have any of that. And then just to be on the oneness with other believers to go in and impact uh, an environment that's like 
the gates of hell is against it, you know? Like go and serve others. Yeah, everything and everything is trying to come against these people and their minds and their destiny and their lives. And then like you said, just to serve, you know, just like I was yeah. telling her, we talked on the meeting. I was like, I'll do anything. If I gotta sweep, if I gotta cook, if I gotta whatever we gotta do to make this conference work, to minister to these women, you know, at this thing, I'm I'll do whatever. Yeah. Like it, I'm not I'm not stuck on it. I'm just wanting to do what God told me to do. And, and you know, and you know, um, it's funny you say that because when I would tell somebody I was working, you know, going to the prison, they was like, "Why?" You know, I said, "Why not?" I'm going to serve. And they actually asked me, "Have I ever been to prison before?" I said, "No, I ain't never been to prison." But what you want to do that for? But my heart is in mentoring and coaching to empower others. You know, to encourage because. You think we lost sight here? Just imagine how they feel behind bars, you know. Absolutely. So they see somebody, and people may not come visit them, you know. But and you're right because when I was going through the leadership class, you know, and I know we're going to come to an end for all our viewers, and I'm glad you guys are staying with us. Um, but when I was going through the leadership class, you know, at one point, Pastor to said, "I need you guys to really pray about what God has called you to do." And I came home, and my husband like, you bust through the door. What's going on now? Because every, every every class, I was like, I got an assignment. But I was, I was taking, I take everything so serious. And, you know, I think sometimes I just need to, well, I am. I'm, going, I'm about to go on a cruise, so I am going to. Girl, you better enjoy right? Yes, I am. But I, I said to every time we went through something, I was just like, you know, no, I got to. Go to God about this. I like I'm real. I'm you know God's been good to me. You know I could have lost my life at 41. That heart attack could have took me out. You know I I could I may have not. What people take for granted. I I thank God every day. I get to put my eyes on my kids. God, every day I get to fresh. still say, Hey Leslie, cook him something, do something. You know every time I go into the house of God, I want to put my hand. But people don't understand your struggles sometimes. So what may look overwhelming, like, what is she doing all that for? Because I'm grateful. So grateful. They don't know what you've been through. Right. And where you come from. Girl. And so for me, it's personal. It's not it's personal. Yes. It's not. It's, it's personal because God has allowed me to see another day. And that's. Why wow, this is it's called the minute because mm. there's a few people, there's people that really understand even after a catastrophe, mm. after COVID, after going through what the doctors claim as a heart attack, after having cancer in your body, after going through a harsh time in your life, after being separated from your loved ones or, or people talking about you, after being a yeah. black sheep of the family. Better After better. being persecuted and talked about and lied on, God still allows it's you personal. to come through. It's personal, baby. It's personal. It's personal. It's it ain't. It ain't. It's very personal. And so when I say I try to please God in all of my ways, because when I remember my heart going out on me, mm -hmm. and God brought that thing back. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When yeah. the doctors tell you you had cancer in your body. What 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 co pastor Shanae say? Every chance I come in the house of God, and, I'm gonna praise him. Exactly. I relate. I can relate to that oh. because when you've been through something that could have wiped you out and really de and devastate your family, it's not a joke. And you still here. 
and you still you here. Still. So you know and that you stand You right. still here, you standing, and you smiling, okay? And you smiling. Beyond the smile, baby. Beyond the smile. Beyond the smile. Yes. There's purpose in each and every one of you guys' lives tonight on this live. There's purpose for each and every person that will watch it. When you come back and you watch the replay, remember that there is purpose. There's no mistakes in God. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so I want to encourage you tonight to remember that no matter what you've been through, no matter what you're going through, continue to know if you've tried all these other things, it don't work. Why not try the true and living mm -hmm. God? You can't say it's true and you can't say he's not true and living if you ain't tried him. Exactly. Exactly. But be open yeah. and then I had tried so many things in my life, doing this and doing that and trying to work this job and starting the business and doing so many things. And now I don't care who laughs, who may say whatever, whatever. If I'm going into it the glory of God, as long as God receives it. It don't matter. And yeah. he's pleased. He is wealthy. And he get the glory. Yes. I'm good. Yes. I'm good. I sleep well at night. I, I sleep well. With, even if anybody have ought with me, I'm... I just said, Lord, please forgive me if anything I did, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But if I do something, I try to make it right, and then I sleep well at night. I didn't always sleep well at night. You know? Well, you know something? It must have been God in me because I slept. I slept well at night. <laughs> I ate good in the daytime. I, I did not lose any sleep. I did not lose sleep. Not yeah, I mean, that was when I was in the world and I was doing some crazy uh -huh. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't always. You know, I didn't always have a, I could say his peace. That's what I should say. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, yeah, peace okay. that, that peace that covers you even in, and in, in when I went back to the doctor three, two years ago, took Lauren. Now I'm telling my husband, he and I was cooking. Oh, I'll be right back because I was trying to get another policy of life insurance. You know, they said, oh, <laughs> well, underwriting, they say, well, you got to go back to the doctor because we had when your last file underwriting said you had some heart issues. So I went to the doctor. <laughs> I run to the hospital. I'm right up here in Atlanta Health. And I say, oh, let me go to the cardiologist, get this letter. I get in there with Lauren. The doctor sit there and say, Miss Wade, have you been having heart issues? I said, now the devil is a liar. And the truth ain't in them. And we ain't about to play this game. I know I got some good insurance, but I ain't <laughs> had not one issue. I've been shouting in church. Yeah, I've been working out for Team Miami, running up and down. The, oh yeah, the gym. I was doing all kinds of stuff, ain't? Yeah. And they trying to tell me I'd have had another heart attack. I said the devil is a liar. Wow. I told the doctor just like that. No, the devil is a bonafide liar. He looked at me. He was like, "Okay, um, I ain't trying to start an argument or nothing." No, no. I said, "No, I'm speaking in the, I, in the spirit." No. I'm sorry. I said, "This ain't about you. The devil is a liar." And you're going to release these papers, and I'm going to get me another insurance policy so my kids can live if I do die. Go get that life insurance. Life okay. Policy. I said, he said, I said, take my blood, take my cholesterol, check the numbers. I'll come back in seven days, and I want a letter. Oh. Because I told him what I want. Sometimes I feel, you know, I'm nice, and I'm quiet, and I love God, and you know. But then there's a time when the boldness in me, that Holy Ghost boldness that we all got. Pastor talked about it Sunday, right? When they try to put you in, you got to listen. Oh, I, I know that, you know. <laughs> so I had to tell the doctor, no, this is what's going to happen. In seven days, mm. <laughs> when y'all get the blood work back, I'll be back and I'll get the letter. Well, in seven days, 
I got the letter. You got the letter. <laughs> and I'm not taking all heart medicine. I'm fine. My blood pressure was fine. I didn't have no heart murmurs, like problems like going to the emergency before. No, we're not playing those games. So I say that to say, you know, when the enemy try to rear his head up in our lives, people of God, when the enemy try to remind you of something that you may have to struggle with or something that, uh, you know, went on in your body or something that is trying to fester in your marriage or something that's trying to come up in your finances, you, we, got, we got the word of God mm -hmm. to put a standard on it. And say this is going to be under my feet, with his and I got victory healed, and I'm victorious. I'm not a victim. Mm -hmm. I am victorious. The blood that Jesus shed was shed for a reason for me, mm -hmm. and it's power in that blood. And so we 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 declare and decree today, at victorious people. We are kingdom Amen. people. Amen. Victorious. Yes. Yes. You know, don't get me to talking, but I know <laughs> we talked to Detroit. We talked. We did. We did. We enjoy each other. Yes. But I thank you, ma'am. I thank you so much for I coming thank on. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. But before we go, I would like to uh, thank my, my hometown, East Georgia, for putting me at number one, along with my Rochester, New York family. They put me at number one. I mean, they did that. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you who purchased my book. I thank you. And like I tell them, my story may not be your story, but somebody in this book can, you can relate to. So again, I thank each and every one of you. I thank Minister Chris for, for the opportunity. I just thank you. Yes. Yep. And I want you to have the last words and you can encourage someone tonight. You free to encourage. I just say stand and stand tall. No matter what you go through, no matter who beat you down, no matter who spit you out, stand with your head up, with a smile, and your back straight. You got this. Amen. Amen. And then um, I did go ahead and post that they can order the book from your website, www.detrawilliams.com. That's it. Um, and then you can always... Um, Contact her. Um, by website. That's your I'm website. Using hotmail. Did you say my hotmail or the website? You just I said the website. The website. Okay, my email address. I'm still using um, hotmail. Okay, is yes, aw at hotmail .com. You can reach me. But if, but if you see me passing by, I also sell them out of my the trunk of my car. So feel free to let me know if you would like to purchase one, a book. Yes. Because the book is awesome. The book is very inspiring. Um, and I just I just congratulate you all, everyone. Um, but in particular for you and Renata for having that steadfastness, that resilience, um, hearing your stories, the fight that you got in you. Um, and then God is just, he's just beginning because he's doing great and mighty things through both of y'all. But mm -hmm. I didn't see a, it's like a beginning, you know. So much more that God is doing. Mm -hmm. And he's going to continue to do it as we continue to be his vessels and give him that glory. And um, I just see missionary work on you and all types. Yeah, all types. You're doing the work in the prison ministry. How God is going to be using you and everything. So I just thank him tonight. Um, if there's anyone who...
want to put comments in for prayer requests tonight, um, feel free to put in your comments now before we leave and close this session of the remnant tonight. <laughs> um, we're going to pray and then we're going to offer the prayer of salvation for anyone that made it want to dedicate your lives, your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I do want to read a couple scriptures and then I'm going to pray. Mm -hmm. uh, Matthew 21 and 22 says, all in all things, whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Um, Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing come by the word of God. So if there's anyone who wants to continue to hear the word of God, I, I encourage you to get in a Bible believing church where the word is being preached and taught so that you can have your faith increase so that you can grow strong in the things of God. But Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Um, do you, you have to go? Do you have to go? I'm good. Okay. Also, um, of course, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Um, and so we know that in order for us to please God, we must demonstrate faith. And faith was what brought these young ladies through. Faith is what carried them through. Faith is what's going to continue to keep you and I. Faith, love, God's grace, power, and mercy. Overall, and Holy Spirit leading and guidance is what's going to continue to help us. And so I just encourage you tonight to continue to walk by faith, not by sight, and know that God has your best interest at hand. The Bible says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And so I encourage you to continue to, you know, be a part of this podcast, continue to watch us. I thank you for each and every person that joined tonight and those that will watch the replay. Um, I do want to pray a special prayer over those that, um, let me see, we have a couple prayer, requ prayer requests. <clears throat> I'm checking here. Give me one moment, you guys. Again, I thank you, Deidre, for coming on. I thank Renata. Um, yeah. We overcame tonight, boy. The enemy or whatever was trying to come against us, we defeated that in the Is name that? of Jesus. Yeah. So I thank I thank God that I thank God that you both were in the same place. We yeah. in the same place <laughs> every day. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. I thank God for that. I know. <laughs> thank you. Yes. We were. So, um, yes. It was like, real. wow. So I do <laughs> that happen. <laughs> he always knows what we stand in need of. He's he going to get his glory out. My, it, anything I do, I just want him to get the due glory. Exactly. Um, yes, absolutely. Now, I do want to offer the prayer of salvation tonight. So if anyone would like to give their hearts to Christ, on tonight or rededicate your life. Yes, um, I tell you, it was the best thing that I've ever done. God has made something. Even, my life was beautiful as I thought, but when I came into the knowledge of Christ, he made it even, It was he made it beautiful for real, for real. And so I, I encourage you, if you are going through anything, if you have not tried him for yourself, you heard about him, put him through the test. Try him for yourself. He says, test me. So God wants us to see that he is true, that he is real, and that he's do he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above more above all that we can ask or even think. And so tonight, if you would like to give your heart, 
You can pray this prayer with me. Father God, I thank you now for another opportunity to come before your presence. I ask you now to forgive me for anything that I've done or anything that I have said that has brought shame to your holy name. I ask you to, um, I believe in my, I'm sorry, I believe in my heart okay. and I believe with my mouth that God has raised Jesus from the dead mm -hmm. and he now lives in me. Thank you, Lord, that I am saved and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. If you just prayed that with me and I apologize for the um, issue there, but if you just prayed that with me, you are now saved. Yeah. The angels of heaven are rejoicing. The angels are rejoicing. You are a new creature in Christ. Yes. And let me tell you, all things are passed away. And now everything becomes new. Yes. Ask the whole ex Holy Spirit, ask God's Spirit to come into your life, to come into your 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 life, your mind, your heart, so that you can now have a new mind. You can start to renew that mind. You can start to have a renewed mind because we can't think with the same mind. We have to have a renewed mind and think the way that Christ would want us to think, that his mind will be in us above all things. Amen. Amen. And so I thank you on tonight for joining us. I thank you again for joining the Remnant Podcast. Um, and just know that God is an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Yes. He's always there. He's always watching. Like I stated earlier, if you do not have a place of worship, a place where you could be taught. Please look for one, pray for one, that God will lead you and guide you to a place where you can continue to grow in progressive salvation, where you can continue to uh, learn of the things of God. You have to learn. Faith comes by hearing, mm -hmm. and hearing comes by the word of God. You have to continually hear the word of God. You have to continually feed yourself the word of God so that now you can down you can put down those old mind those old ways of thinking that old mindset and it's a constant walk with god it's not oh i'm i did it now i know a couple scriptures and i got in them no i'm still every day i'm walking this thing out every day i'm applying the scripture to my life yeah. because the word of god becomes new in every situation okay. and so i'm constantly walking it out i'm constantly lord show me now Show me what, what's new now. Help me understand now. Help me, you know, and God is constantly revealing it. Because when you want God, <laughs> he going to allow you to get exactly what you're looking for. He's faithful. Yes, he is. Yes. So I thank him. So I want to pray tonight for your family, Alcana. Um, I want to pray tonight um, for those who may be sick in their body, those that you know, may have things going on in their families. Those may, may be having family issues, marital problems, financial problems. I just want to pray um, before we end the podcast. And thank you, Renetta, Renetta, for standing in agreement with me. Of course. Amen. Um, so let's go to the throne of grace. Father God, we come before you tonight and we thank you. Thank you. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity. And God, we thank you on how you kept Renata Lord God, we thank you that you was always with her. Yeah. God, we thank you on how you kept Dietra, Lord. And Lord, we thank you most of all, God, that through every test and every trial, you get the glory. You're still getting the glory out of their lives. We thank you that the enemy is 
defeated. In the name of you are exalted. God, we thank you. Thank we you. thank you even how you kept myself. We thank you for how you kept each and every person on this live today. And even those that will watch it, how you're keeping them even then, Amen. even now, God. Father, we thank you for your grace. Amen. God, we thank you for your mercy. Lord, we thank you for your love. You said nothing could separate us from your love. And so we thank you, God. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to be vessels for your glory, that you speak through us, that you love, allow us to, your love to flow through us, Lord God, and, and that we can speak those things that you've ordained for us to speak in the earth realm. Father, we thank you for calling us and we thank you for choosing us. We thank you for sending us, God. Lord, we thank you even now, God, we pray a special prayer for even our pastor on tonight, Pastor TJ and co-pastor Shanae and every member of T.O.P., every leader at T.O.P. Father, we thank you for how you keep us and how you bless us, how you heal us, how you provide for us. Lord, we thank you for allowing us, God, to be servants of the Most High God. And so tonight, Lord God, we lift up your people. God, we lift up the Ward family. We lift up the families of Arcana Johnson tonight who have lost their loved one, Charlize. And Father, we say comfort their hearts like only you can. For you are the great comforter. You are the great I am. And you can do whatever you want. So we thank you that you are our comforter tonight. Lord God, we thank you that you will give them peace on tonight, God. Father, we thank you that they will hear kind words, words of encouragement. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, that you will help them understand what has happened. Father, bring peace to their hearts and to their minds. Only you can do it. Father, we thank you tonight. For Alcana standing in a gap for her family. We pray a special prayer over her tonight, Lord. Lord, continue to do what you do best. Yes, Lord. And Lord, tonight we thank you for each family that is represented on this podcast. We thank you for each person that joined us on tonight. Father, we pray that you will continue to bless them. Continue to allow them to walk by your spirit, God. Continue, Lord God, to let them be doers of your word and just not hearers. Yes. Father, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be uh, demonstrators here on the earth, God. Thank you for allowing us to be uh, kingdom movers, God, that we will shift atmospheres, God, that we will go into places, Lord God, and your love, God, will radiate the place, Father. Lord, we give you glory today, and we give you honor, God, for allowing us just to be a part of being a friend with you, for downloading the intimate things of what you allow us to know, Father. Mm -hmm. And Lord, now we thank you for the angels of protection, we thank you, God, for those things, God, that you've allowed us to have. God, you've allowed us to have. We're not stuck on a house and we're not stuck on a car. We're not stuck on our title. We're not stuck on a job, a, a, a salary. But, Lord, we're stuck on you. And we know that if you don't provide it, it won't be done. So we thank you for providing every last one of our needs according to your riches and glory. We thank you now, God. For every marriage that is demonstrated on this line tonight, Father. Anything that is coming against God, your covenants, God. Father, we pray that you will allow your people to turn back to you, God. The covenant keeper and the covenant maker. God, that they will show themselves to be uh, clean and pure towards you first, God. And Lord, as they turn back to you, you will heal every situation. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you're not a respecter of person tonight. 
And so tonight, Holy Spirit, we thank you for being in our midst. We thank you that someone heard something tonight and they will change. They will have, a, they have had a heart change. We thank you for the souls that came to you tonight that we may never even know about. But God, you know, we don't do this for any glory of our own. We do it for your glory. And so we thank you. We give you praise tonight. We thank you for our faith, God. Father, we thank you that this is established in you. We thank you that even now, you said a now faith. We, we're standing on now faith. And Lord, we thank you. We declare Goshen, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. Yes. The, we, we pray the Shalom prayer, nothing missing, nothing lacking, and yes. nothing broken. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Cover our minds and cover our hearts. Let there be no backlash or retaliation mm -hmm. against this prayer, God. And we give you glory tonight for Renetta, Dietro, and each and every person that joined us. We give you glory and we give you praise and we give you honor in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We pray before I close, we pray a special bright prayer for Minister Chris Scott tonight. And we pray for all of our missionaries, God, our missions team, God. We thank you, Father, for the protection that is around them. We thank you for the angels, Archangel Raphael, that covers their health, covers their mind, and covers their heart. We thank you now that the blood of Jesus covers them. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 This has been a long night, so... <laughs> but thank God for this time. It's been very fruitful. Yes, it has. You know, I don't usually do lives. You don't? So I don't. Oh, I this love is my, This is my third live from doing a podcast for a year. I love lives, so. Yeah, this has been my third live. And uh, I will say this. The only reason, one of the reasons why um, I did it is because TikTok have this thing now. On, I think I meant, I don't know if I mentioned it. They have this thing, hashtag witch talk. And if something on the inside of me rolls up, yeah, look at it. Hashtag witch talk. And, um, and I cover this right now in the mighty name of Jesus that nothing penetrates the blood of Jesus covers. Um, but witch talk, our youth need to be mindful of this thing called witch, hashtag witch talk. Witch. And they're teaching our young people about the things of witches. Mm. And so, right. And so, I, I enjoy all of, all of the things that happen, but I sat my daughter down one day and went on YouTube and I made her look. I said, you see this? And she saw it. She said, Mom, I can't believe it. I said, yeah. But we, we're giving our youth phones. I don't even know why I'm talking this, Lord. We're giving our young people phones and we're pushing them in the corner and we're not watching what they're watching. You know? We're not looking at what, what they're looking at. And so... um. Oh, thank you, Alcana. She said, thank you. And I'm praying for Van. I am. Yeah. Um, and so the Holy Spirit guided me one day. I had to go on my daughter's phone and look. I think um, Pastor Mike talked about it when he came to our church. Yeah. How he had to get new phones for his sons. And I looked at my daughter's phone and I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Mm. Yeah, this is what we're doing. Okay. We're about to make some changes. Right. But I'm glad that I caught it because now they got this thing that's just, it's just viral. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, and so we just need to pray. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to be, you know, we need to be um, kind, what they say, 
kind as a dove, but uh, wise as a serpent. Yes. Yeah. You gotta be, especially with our young people, because even grandparents, they have their grandkids, watch what they're watching, go through their TikToks, look at this stuff, because our young people are being infiltrated with social media like never before. Yeah. And I really feel like it's good, but it has its bad side. And, and us parents, Go hard, the level of parenting, and I'm an older parent. My oldest is 31. I'm 51. I've seen adults on some of that stuff more than children. So Right. And so I'm an older <laughs> parent. So you know at 50 sometimes you just want to take a nap. You ain't trying to be watching everything. So I'm like, you know, let's just be mindful, y'all, people of God. That that just came up, so I guess God wanted me to mention it. But yeah, old us older ones, us older parents, younger parents, everyone has to be mindful now with this social media with our young people. Right. Listen, I love you, Renata. I love y'all. Thanks for joining us. We'll come on live again, and we're gonna have you back. And the yeah. next time is gonna be yeah, we are gonna do this. Let's get it. <laughs> yes, I love y'all, and love have you. a blessed night, sis. Tell so, um. Detro, I'll talk to her. I know she got to go she out early in the morning. She got to go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll talk. All right. Love you much. Love you. Later. Have a blessed night, everyone. <laughs>